Hey, everybody. Here at Keep Talking Podcast, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we have a health or fitness-related episode because I'm a personal trainer in my spare time, and I'm a total health and nutrition nerd, and I think it's very important for you to focus on your health and nutrition and fitness as well. Now, a lot of Keep Talking's audience is non-native English speaking, and the language in these episodes is often advanced English, but... I'll make sure that I speak clearly and concisely enough for all non-native speakers and, of course, native speakers to understand. All right. Enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? Fitness Friday, and in this episode, how to build up a lagging body part or a lagging muscle group. We all have these, almost all of us. When we're trying to get the body that we want, there are going to be certain parts of our body that just don't seem to build as easily, right? We don't have as much muscle in our, I don't know, arms, our calves, our legs, our glutes, right? It's usually the women who are we're talking more about the booty, but you know, sometimes it's guys too. All these different lagging body parts. And really it's it doesn't even sometimes it's not even worth it like to ask why, right? Like why is it that I can't develop as big of arms as I want or as big of, you know, a butt as I want, like I said more often in the case of women, but occasionally you might get a dude saying I want a bigger booty. Um like like why? Why? But it it's tough because like there are certain genetic differences that we have in terms of just the way our muscles, you know, muscle length and shape and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's probably not even like worth focusing on it because it, it, okay, so there's that aspect of it. And then there's also an aspect of just the way we've trained our bodies over time, essentially like kind of like a lack of connection, if you will. Like we've, we've learned to connect improperly to muscles, either by doing exercises incorrectly at one point or another and kind of training ourselves the wrong way if that makes sense right doing improper technique and creating a poor muscle connection mind muscle connection with some of these muscle groups which has made it so they haven't developed as much so there's genetic reasons there's lifestyle reasons there's improper training reasons but anyway it don't even worry about it that much we all have these lagging body parts and so in this episode i'm going to talk to you about what to do to build them up Okay, so I do have a decent amount of experience with this personally in my own fitness journey trying to build the body that I want. So probably the the main, this is like a common guy's thing, right? It's like I always wanted bigger shoulders and arms, all right? And so I I put a big, big focus on this in 2021 and especially 2022, and and it works to a certain extent. Um, And so I'll talk to you a little bit about like the way that I changed my workout programming and how it kind of worked. And then um, also I'm going to talk about building up actually my rear delts, not so much as a way of, um, you know, wanting to necessarily look bigger in that area, but actually as a way of injury prevention. Um, and this was big shout out to my friend, Stefan Booth, who told me this it was hilarious. Like literally the way he told me about this, um, we're, we're sitting there talking and I was explaining to him like, yeah, a lot of times when I do like a big shoulder press, big overhead press, you know, I, I like kind of tweak this muscle, uh, like that's up in like the, you know, trap area, the upper right side. I don't know why, whenever I just do a big heavy shoulder press, I'll like tweak this and get some pain for a couple of days. And he just looks at me and goes, it's cause you got some bitch ass rear delts. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for the language, but it was hilarious. And I got to thinking to myself, like, what? R- really? Okay, so like the rear delt or the rear deltoid is kind of like the back part of the major shoulder muscle, the deltoid, which is a weird shaped muscle to begin with. And it's like literally it's hard to even like identify. But it is an important muscle group, and most of us 
have very underdeveloped rear delts just because of the society that we live in and the positions that we sit in and numerous reasons. And it's also kind of a, not like the first area you think about to exercise. So anyway, like first there was my quest to big, to build bigger arms and shoulders, which, um, like the way I went into that and this, this technique did work was essentially just increasing the frequency with which you train those body parts. And this is a tip that you'll get. Like if you, you know, look at any bodybuilding magazine or, you know, some of the sources I was looking at when I was researching this, they will say, increase the frequency with which you train that body part. Now, like, let's say, okay, let's say you were like me, let's say you want to big build bigger shoulders, man or woman, right? Um, and by the way, all these tips are basically the same for men and women. Um, you want to build bigger shoulders. And so what you what you might say, what you might have to realize is, okay, I need to sacrifice a little bit of something. Like whatever, let's say you're already in a training program. Maybe you weight train. I don't know. Let's say you go five days a week, right? You, you lift weights at the gym maybe for 45 minutes. You know, you have some sort of a split or a routine that you do, which involves doing a total of like, you know, 15 working sets per week of all of the major muscle groups. And I can talk a little bit more about reps and sets at the end. But, you know, you might have to then say, all right, well, if I want to build my shoulders, I'm probably going to need to sacrifice a little bit of something because there does come a point where, you know, overtraining, I do believe is a real thing. And there comes a point, especially depending on how much time you have, where if you say, all right, I'm going to put more of a focus on my shoulders in this case, I might not have time to put quite as much focus on, you know, let's say my legs or whatever it may be. So what you can do is you can say, okay, this is the body part or these are the body parts that I am going to focus on building right now. And I'm going to do more sets with those. I'm going to do those more frequently. Okay. Um, maybe not necessarily more volume. See, this is where it gets a little tricky because some sources will say, well, you don't want to start off with too much volume, especially because if the, the body part is lagging, it means it's weak. It can't handle that much volume, but they do recommend more frequency, like doing it two, three times a week, as opposed to just working that muscle group once a week. But anyway, like what I did was essentially trying to think what body parts did I, when I focused on my shoulders, I just kind of said, okay, I'm going to focus less on this. Like for me, it was like, I bumped it up to more frequency and more total sets per week with the shoulders. So it would be like 20 total sets per week of shoulders and only like eight or 10 sets per week of chest because I already had a fairly big, well-developed chest and I didn't care that much about developing that that much more. So you do kind of have to say, okay, where am I going to not worry about growth right now? Like what body part am I willing to like sacrifice a little? That way I can build up this lagging body part. And the thing is to maintain, the studies will show that to maintain muscle, you know, throughout the whole body and in any body part, it doesn't really require that much volume. Studies will show that it takes only like one-ninth as much volume to maintain the muscle that you have as opposed to how much it takes to build muscle, okay? So like the point is here, if you have a lagging body part, you want to build it up, you can kind of like double or triple the amount of work that you do on that body part per week, in my opinion, and then greatly lower the amount of work that you do on some of the body parts that are already well developed. And this is maybe not like the best strategy over time. You know, you kind of want to have a balanced out body over time. But what you're doing right now is you're trying to balance out your body by putting more focus on what you determine to be that weak body part. Okay. So this is a good idea. In my opinion, it did work for me. Okay. So do, you know, maybe three sessions a week. Yeah. Give yourself a day of rest in between, but like three sessions a week where you're focused on shoulders or whatever the body part is, could be calves, could be glutes, could be arms, anything, you know, like three sessions per week. Um, and, and just really make sure you're hitting it frequently. Okay. You are focused more on that body part. Now, um, 
like what type of exercises should you be doing? So this this is a tricky one. This is a tricky one because like a lot of times I'm a big advocate of like the major compound movements. This is the squat, the overhead press, the bench press, the barbell row, the pull up, uh, the deadlift, like these major movements that involve multiple joints, multiple body parts, because these are kind of the ones that give us the biggest bang for our buck when building muscle in general. Now, Sometimes in this case, it may not be good to just like jump into those exercises, particularly if you have a lagging body part, because if you have a lagging body part, what that can mean is you do an exercise that involves the lagging body part, but if it's a weak area, you might have either a faulty movement pattern or you might engage more of the muscles, the other secondary muscles that are involved in the exercise because they're stronger relatively compared to that lagging body part. Does that make sense? So like sometimes a big compound movement, the other thing with the big compound movements is even though they're great for building muscle, like the goal, you're not really feeling the muscle work that much. Okay, like the goal of like a squat for the most part or a bench press is just get the weight up. That's the big thing that we're focused on for the most part when we're lifting fairly heavy. You know, you can change your mentality going into it and lower the weight and really feel the muscles. But for the most part with those, we're just focused on getting the weight up. Now, if you train more of a like a bodybuilder style, what I mean by that is doing uh, you know some slower reps where you're you're training to feel the muscle. See, like this is the difference between bodybuilders and powerlifters. Bodybuilders are training to feel the muscle as much as possible. They're focused more on the squeeze. They're focused more on you know the eccentric portion of the exercise where the weight is being lowered back down to the point of origin. You know, power lifters, people who are trying to lift heavy and just pure like strength and power training is about just just get the weight up, just move the weight, okay? Um, and obviously muscles are worked doing that, but it's not that much about the muscle connection, if that makes sense. Now, in this case, it's probably better to train a little bit more, focus a bit more on the muscle connection. And so what I mean by this is doing a style of training where you are, you know, you don't necessarily use that heavy of a weight for yourself, but you focus really on even a two, three, even four second eccentric portion. So you lift the weight or push the weight, pull the weight, whatever it is, uh, up to the top, if I can phrase it like that. And then on the way back down, you really feel the muscle. You allow yourself to feel the muscle, squeeze at the top, and then really feel it back down. This is how you engage the muscles more and you really connect to those muscles, okay? So that's probably overall a better style of training for lagging body parts and even to focus more on like single joint exercises or even like machine exercises occasionally. I'm not a big advocate for machine exercises in general because I think that the big compound lifts involving free weights are better overall for us for many reasons. But in this case with your lagging body parts, it may be good to focus on exercises where you really can just, you just feel the individual muscle itself working, okay? Now, another thing is a concept called priming, which is essentially where you you warm up, not warm up, that's a bad word, but like you you get the muscles, well, primed. You practice connecting with the muscle beforehand. And this can involve things like, you know, let's say you're priming for a, oh gosh, you could even be priming for like a squat and you could do some form of either like a wall sit, some sort of isometric exercise. Uh, but it's any sort of exercise that has you um, basically learn how to sort of start activating the muscle that you're going to work in the main exercise. And priming is actually not something that I'm totally an expert in. I've started learning a lot about it. But the, the point of this whole you know section of the podcast is it's about feeling the connection to the muscle better and more efficiently. Because a lot of times, like I said, these lagging body parts that we have are because we've developed movement patterns 
that have created a poor connection to the muscle. We, for whatever reason, are just not connecting to these muscles as much as we are other muscles. And we're human beings. We're, you know, we're, this is the way we are. It's normal, right? Um, and now, like, like a point here about posture. See, a lot of times, you know, they'll say like, well, maybe I just have like poor posture, so I need to like stand better or sit better. The thing, the thing with that, as I understand it, is that it's really more about strengthening the body parts than just, you know, changing the way you sit or stand. Like I said, when I, after I did what Stefan told me and strengthened my rear delts, I focused on my rear delts for a month or two, doing three times a week, fairly, you know, a fairly frequent and even fairly high volume of training on the rear delts. I stopped having the same issue. I stopped having that same pain in my shoulders when I was doing overhead press. I really do think that strengthening the rear delts did a lot to solve the issue. So strengthening the surrounding muscle groups and these lagging muscle groups can be the thing that solves our postural issues or you know our recurring injuries itself. See, I think there's a misconception out there that like, for example, flexibility and stretching you know is the biggest way to prevent injury. Not necessarily the case. Okay, strengthening the surrounding muscle groups, having strong muscles, balanced muscles throughout the body is a great way to prevent injury. There's a place for stretching, sure, and flexibility, but um, strengthening the surrounding muscles is very very important. Um, I mean, other things to talk about when it comes to bringing up a lagging body part. So I, I think you kind of get the the gist of it, right? It's about, okay, you want to make sure you're doing exercises that really you connect with that specific muscle. You you probably do want to increase the frequency and maybe do a bit more total volume um, on those exercises. And you might have to sacrifice, so to speak, some of your other body parts uh, momentarily. Um, focus on, definitely focus on good form. That's always important. You can actually program these exercises at the beginning of the workout. This is something that I did when I was building up my rear delts and it's weird because like the rear delt is just such like a secondary muscle group like when you go into like a like an upper body workout like who's gonna do like a rear delt fly first <laughs> no, like usually it's gonna be like what are you gonna do first okay I'm gonna do a bench press or an incline dumbbell press or shoulder press or maybe like pull-ups or a row or something like one of the big big exercises that involves the major muscle groups like you walk into the gym and the first thing you do is like a seated rear delt fly <laughs> with like 10 pound dumbbells it's like what are we doing? But when you do it at the beginning of the workout, this is probably the ideal time to build those lagging body parts because that's when you're the freshest. That's when your muscles have the most energy. Now, yeah, do a proper warm up. maybe do some of the priming that I talked about. But ultimately, if your lagging body part is, let's say, the rear delt, like I was talking about for myself, and you just spent an entire workout doing you know, pull-ups, overhead press, bench press, all these, you know, tough exercises. And then at the end you do the rear delts. Well, you're not, I mean, it's still worth it, but you're not going to be probably getting as much muscle hypertrophy in the rear delts as you would if you did it at the beginning of the workout. And this I do believe is proven by, by studies. Um, Now in terms of like how many sets and reps to do, like I said, um, it's probably good to do, well, any sort of exercise where you really are engaging those particular muscle groups really feeling it maybe even doing like a like a four second eccentric portion of the exercise i mean i think that you can pick a weight that you can do just kind of like standard you know they call it like hypertrophy training well they'll they'll say anywhere between like 
8 to 12 reps, could even go up to 15 or maybe even up to 20 reps sometime if you pick a little bit lighter weight. Um, you know, maybe 60 seconds rest in between sets. I mean, I mean, you can vary it. We could talk all day. We could do a five-hour episode on, like, how many, you know, how heavy the weight should be compared to your max versus, you know, how many total sets you should do, how much you should rest in between sets. But ultimately, the big keys, I think, is, you know, Pick a weight that does cause, uh, that you do get almost to failure on, where you cannot do another rep properly. You get very close to failure and then stop, you know, maybe a rep or two short of failure. Um, You know, that you could do probably somewhere between like eight and up to 15 or 20 reps. If you're doing like a lot more than 20 reps and it's not fatiguing you, then it's probably too light of a weight. I mean, it's funny because if Stefan listens to this episode, he's going to be like, bro, I do 50, 50 reps with the biceps and then I drop it down 10 pounds. Then I do 50 more reps. We just murder them till we can't move anymore. Um, And so long story short, it, it like rep ranges there's not like it's not like a one size fits all thing and it's there's not one rep range that's better than the other and varying your rep ranges can sometimes help but um yeah so i mean those are some just general tips on how to build up a lagging body part the other things okay this goes for any time you're trying to build any sort of muscle is get enough protein probably shoot for one gram of protein per pound of body weight and ideally if you really are trying to build you should probably be in a calorie surplus this this is bulking technically or at least like i said if you're not going to be in a calorie surplus make sure that you're getting enough protein and getting you know enough calories to you know you don't want to be in a calorie deficit anytime you're trying to build muscle like you could do it you can you can build muscle and burn fat at the same time in a calorie deficit but it's it's like it's so rare it's it's so hard that it's almost not even worth it like bulking and cutting phases in my opinion are a a better way to go about it it's just more realistic um and i've done other episodes about that but um you know so get it get enough protein that's the main thing yeah there's a big nutritional aspect to all of this as always and sleep okay get enough sleep. I've done other episodes on this. The big rocks first, okay? Sleep is like literally the most important thing. Uh, Then proper nutrition. Uh, In the case of building muscle, it's about macronutrients, proteins in particular, fats and carbs. Um, And then, you know, proper proper exercise but those those three things you know it it, like for almost every episode on these fitness friday or wellness wednesday ones it's it's the the big rocks that are the key okay it's sleep nutrition and movement in this in this case it's you know muscle building exercise all right all right hope that helps let's build up those lagging rear delts or booties or calves or whatever all right love y'all peace Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's all make health and fitness a part of our daily lives.